Charles Borromeo was born of a noble family in Arona, Italy. He earned a doctorate in canon law at Pavia in 1559, and forthwith was created a cardinal by his uncle, who had just become Pope Pius IV. He was made Archbishop of Milan and Papal Secretary of State and worked strenuously for the conclusion of the Council of Trent between 1560 and 1564. After that, he became the embodiment of the spirit and ideals of the Counter-Reformation inaugurated by Trent. He was strict in his efforts to reform the morals of his archdiocese, but even more committed to his own spiritual life of sacrifice and prayer. He was canonized in 1610 by Pope Paul V. What was most special and most remarkable in Saint Charles, was his perfect detachment from the goods of this earth. He made this quite clear while he was still very young, when he was given a rich abbey, and his father wanted to appropriate the revenue. Saint Charles took the liberty of telling his father that this revenue did not belong to him, but to the poor, and he took care that it was distributed to them. He continued to act in this manner, even after he became the proprietor of his estate. When he became a bishop, he renounced the considerable revenues that his uncle, the Pope, had bestowed on him. He then sold all his possessions, and gave the proceeds to the poor. But what is altogether extraordinary is that, in a time of public emergency, during a pestilence and a famine, he even sold all his furniture and his own bed, in order to assist the poor and the sick. He had nothing else left to help them, for he had given away everything he possessed, and had kept nothing for his own use from the revenues of his archdiocese. Detachment from riches and from the comforts of life, is one of the first dispositions we must have, to belong entirely to God, and to work for the salvation of souls. This was also the first thing that Jesus Christ required of his holy apostles, and what they inspired in the first Christians. If you wish then, to be worthy to be employed in the salvation of souls, be detached from everything, and the grace of God will be given to you in abundance, not only for you, but also for others. Say, as it is written in Genesis, give me souls, and take all the rest for you. In other words, dispose of all the rest as you please, because, except for your holy love and the salvation of souls, I am indifferent to all the rest. It is not enough to be detached, to be able to work effectively for the church and for the salvation of our neighbor. We must also steadfastly apply ourselves to prayer and mortification. Saint Charles did so diligently, even though he was constantly preoccupied with the good of his diocese. He prayed twice a day without fail, and he was so absorbed in his prayer, that when one of the disorderly religious whom he was trying to reform, fired a musket at him while he was at prayer with his household, he was not in the least disturbed, and continued to pray. He often grieved before God for the salvation of the people of his diocese, and frequently even spent part of the night in prayer. If something important for the good of the church arose, he prayed throughout the whole night. Because this saint was well aware that prayer without mortification is often an illusion, he did not fail to join the one to the other. In his palace, 
He lived like a poor man to whom alms had to be given, fasting nearly every day on bread and water and never eating meat, eggs, or fish. He wore a hair shirt and took the discipline. He often slept on straw or in a chair. He slept very little, because, as he said, a bishop who is responsible for souls must not be less vigilant than officers in the army. Often reflect that you must be a man of prayer, because you must pray not only for you, but also for those whom you have to guide, and for the needs of their souls. For your prayer to be effective, you must join mortification to it. Saint Charles' zeal for the salvation of souls was incomparable. It is difficult to be able to express the lengths to which he carried it. Inconceivable as it may be, he wanted to be informed in writing every year, about the conduct of every person in his diocese individually, so that he might on his part, exercise all the vigilance and care possible, to procure their salvation. He wanted the parish priests of his diocese to come to the assistance of the dying, and to be present at their last hour, the moment when a soul has the greatest need for help. But the zeal of Saint Charles stood out in a most surprising manner, when the city of Milan was attacked by the plague. From the beginning, he sacrificed himself to bring help to the victims of the epidemic. He administered the sacraments to them, in spite of great fatigue and danger, constantly exposing himself to death, during the whole time the pestilence lasted. On that occasion, this saintly bishop showed how much contempt he felt for his own life, when it was a matter of procuring the salvation of his neighbor. Compare your zeal for the sanctification of your disciples with that of this great saint, for you ought to spend your entire life, trying to make them become good Christians. Watch over them with as much attention to detail as Saint Charles did, when he kept watch over all the members of his diocese.